I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Utah has been the fastest growing state over the past decade, and that has a lot of Utahns concerned about how to manage that kind of growth question is, are they really speaking with one voice? What do they really want lawmakers to tackle as we grow? Uh, to help us break that down and break through a lot of the chatter and clamor out there, uh, really pleased to have joining us from the Utah Foundation, uh, Christopher Collard, uh, who's a research analyst uh, there with our friends at the Utah Foundation. And uh, they've had this day, Growth Part 2, kind of the priorities for addressing growth. Uh, Christopher, thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, sometimes we get uh, we get caught in uh, thinking, okay, everybody's everybody's unified. Uh, one of the things we talk tend to talk most about uh, here in the state of late, especially as it relates to growth, is is air quality. Uh, and yet, I think for a lot of citizens, uh, there are some some other things that are high on the priority list. Uh, your study really kind of broke that down. Uh, give us kind of a high level, and then we'll we'll dig in. Yeah. So back in 2020, we, we did a survey just trying to identify what are the most important topics for, for Utahns. Um, addressing growth, well, growth was up there. But then, you know, we had the whole the, the coronavirus pandemic and, and people's kind of uh, priorities changed. But now kind of as that settling, we're kind of going back and, and looking at some of these topics. One of these was, was addressing growth. And we asked people, you know, when thinking about addressing growth, what are you most concerned about? And so air quality was definitely up there. And it kind of as we head into the winter, you know, that's the top of mind as, yeah. as you know, we have the inversion and those air quality problems. But we found it really was it really was uh, younger Utahns and and also uh, Utahns that I that, that identify with the Democratic Party um, that, that kind of were the most concerned with air quality. Um, but some of the other things people are also concerned about is, is also education and, and infrastructure. And so with the people who tended to be most worried about education um, and kind of the stress that population growth puts on on teaching kids, I guess, um, those are also younger Utahns, as well as as well as people who identified as, as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah, I do think that's so interesting. I, and I want to dive into to, to both of those. So when you kind of have this post-millennial group. Uh, and I did think it was interesting that the uh, the post millennials, uh, these younger voters here in the state of Utah, that their biggest concern was air quality. That was clearly kind of their niche space. But the, the second priority for them was education. And uh, so interesting there. And they weren't as worried about infrastructure, uh, water and those kinds of things. Uh, what else did you find in terms of uh, some of that? I, I found it interesting just looking at uh, your report uh, of the infrastructure and water component. Uh, tell us what you found out and who's most interested uh, in that space. Well, definitely among, just among all Utahns, kind of infrastructure, both road and water infrastructure, is the top priority um, over over half of Utahns. That's kind of the concern they have. Um, and definitely it's, it's more prominent among older Utahns, members of the silent generation and, and baby boomers. Um, it's more prominent among members of the Republican Party. Um, and it's, and it's more prominent among, also, again, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And so these are like, it's one of the most uh, 
day-to-day thing, day-to-day pressures you see from growth. I mean, more people move in, your traffic grows worse. I mean, so that's definitely one of the most most visible problems of growth. Yeah. Um, but also, like water infrastructure is is one an interesting one that you don't think a lot about, but but it can definitely be a limiting factor to Utah's growth. You know, whether we have the the pipelines in place to bring water to where the Utahns are, and whether we have like the the cleaning and disposal infrastructure to mm. to to process water, make it clean enough for us to use, and and clean enough to put back into the environment after we've used it. Yeah, I, I think all of that is uh, is so interesting to to look at. There, it it does seem that the uh, the one thing that did kind of cut across all the demographics uh, was was the education concern uh, seemed to be pretty evenly uh, across the all demographics. Yeah, and so there were there were a couple areas like like you mentioned earlier, post millennials and and members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. They they kind of had the highest levels, um, but it was it was a, a common concern among many of the demographic groups, and I think. For you know, it, it impacts people even at different levels of their lives. You know, whether it's where they're when they're old enough that they have children who go to school, whether or not it's you know, many of these post millennials are still engaged in, in education at the higher level, uh, you know, in college, university. Yeah. Um. So it's definitely it definitely cuts across a lot of groups. Yeah, and I did want to ask you uh, one of the things I thought was interesting uh, again from your report. Uh, was on the on the education front uh, was the the breakdown between Republicans, Independents, and Democrats that the that more Democrats were uh, had that as a higher priority, uh, where Republicans seemed to have more on the infrastructure side, uh, and then went to education. Uh, the Democrats really had uh, air quality and education, but education was a was a big part to the Democrats. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, and so as you as you look at all of that information, and uh, I love digging into all of this kind of data and what it actually means, uh, I've been wanting to ask you, what what should lawmakers uh, and interests up at the, uh, the state capitol, how should they view these numbers? How should it help them in terms of formulating good public policy? Well, this is, you know, in, in many ways, state lawmakers are kind of uh, addressing some of these concerns. Um, if you look at the the budget allocated to Utah's transportation, um, it's more than it's, it's almost doubled since the 2012. And a lot of that is, is um, kind of stimulus money from the coronavirus that's been d- directed to, to building roads. Um, but it's definitely it's definitely a, a concern of lawmakers. Um, also, there's a group of, of water agencies that are they're getting together. They're kind of talking to each other about their own needs to to rebuild some old infrastructure and, and kind of prioritizing that. Um, so that's another thing that the that policymakers in Utah are kind of working on to address. Um, and, and the state is looking at a number of things of, of how, how can we help make these things, I guess, affordable. In the past, many of the big water infrastructure developments was, was kind of partially paid by the federal government. Um, but, but that's not necessarily the case anymore. So the state is looking at ways that the, that they can help make sure these things are built without the aid of the federal government. Uh, great, great insight. Christopher Collard, research analyst with the Utah Foundation. Always love digging into these numbers. Uh, that really does give us some insight into where we are. And what's important, I think that's uh, where we have to get, is what actually matters uh, to people, what's impacting their day-to-day living. Christopher, thanks so much for your insight. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, speaking of all of that infrastructure, President Biden addressed the supply chain crisis earlier today. What did he say? Will it help solve the problem? Will it help us get Christmas here? We'll break it all down coming up next. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. 
it was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.